Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 397's After Show. Someone should do a, and when I say someone should, I mean no one should, uh, <laughs> just do a master mix cut of just like an hour of us doing that from all of the episodes. I'd have to go back and look at when we started that. Oh, man. That is a good question. I, I, I don't know. That's a great question. Um... Sorry, I'm just getting caught up. I surprisingly uh, made a post or two just before we went live with the regular show and then uh, didn't pay any attention to anything else that was coming in. But uh, big shout out, Mike Barnett, I think out there uh, taking in some of the action. We just had our FPO champion on the show a few minutes ago in Ellen Widboom. Also popping up on my my feed is uh, Kelvin Heimberg and uh, him getting (laughs) sprayed with... uh, Pringles. Pringles sprayed with sprinkles sprayed with Pringles uh, because that was the as they say the wild celebration after he had taken it down at the Hall of Fame Classic in 2019 the last time we saw a big PDJ major take place over there so uh, yeah I, I'm gonna echo or I'll, I'll share or echo what I think share is a better word DM near everyone is excited and likes the W.R. Jackson Correct. course. There was one person who dissented and really said they absolutely disagree, and I don't know if I remember or want to mention who it was, but it feels like it's 99.5% are in favor of the W.R. Jackson course. And rarely do you, I feel like you have it, such a such an agreement, right? Very rarely. I know... Didn't Yuli say that he had done some work on this course as well? He, it's it's a little bit altered from what we saw in the past, maybe a little cleaner here and there. But uh, ultimately, I'm excited to see W.R. Jackson on camera. Yeah, it's never been live before. We've never been able to be live there before. So I, I'm very curious as to how um, how the live broadcast is is going to work out 
in general. Um, but in the past, the cell signal has just not been adequate enough. But now we've got new equipment and it's years since we've even tried to go there. Uh, so we're going to see what happens. Yeah. And and I, a little quick behind the scenes is Steve Dodge and a number of us had run various tests out at the International Disc Golf Center years ago. And it it simply did not provide or have enough strong enough signal for us to be able to have live broadcasting out there. So the world championships back in 2017 couldn't be broadcast live from there uh, for that exact reason. And that was the one worlds that we haven't had live in the last uh, eight, nine years that you know was played obviously that we couldn't have live due to that exact reason. So uh, as you mentioned with, uh, a significant investment in upgraded equipment. As far as we know of, we would expect that we're going to have good signal and then have good live coverage to be able to provide. So certainly a step in the right direction um, and just a, an overall advancement uh, to be able to offer live disc golf out there at the Jackson course. So very much looking forward to that. But as Tim reminds us, that was our, uh, one of our best interviews after that night <laughs> yes. with Ricky that night in the hotel. It, it most certainly was. Uh, and for those that don't remember, uh, right after the World Championships that concluded on a Saturday, uh, Ricky Waisaki was actually staying at, at the same hotel as we were, which I believe was probably like the uh, home to suites, two suites uh, it was. In, in Grovetown, uh, Georgia, right near just south of Appling, just west of Augusta. And... I remember seeing Ricky that morning, the morning of the world championships, uh, the final day and him talking about not being able to sleep and all the challenges that he had and the anticipation and the excitement and everything else that he had within. And then he went out, won the world championships, of course. And then that night he actually came over to our hotel room. We had a very similar setup. And of course we went ahead and had a, a very special, unique immediately after worlds podcast, which is really something we've never really done before. And it was a Saturday night, but uh, yeah. And shocker, everyone, Ricky was pretty candid with anything and everything. Uh, yes. Well, it, it was an awesome moment. It was, it was great to have him for it. So Ray's asking about drone coverage. Uh, if WR Jackson is far enough away from the military base, because I know in the past they haven't, at least at the old, at the military base you were not able to do drone coverage yeah i would guess we're gonna see drones at at the idgc yeah what i'll say to that again the little bit i know i have i've flown my own drone i have flown my own drone there at one point and and you're I, still I don't here. remember it getting me or it getting shot down uh so i don't think that's necessarily going to be an issue uh, in terms of the legality of it uh, and even if so, usually now we're at a point where we have a a a one a, a licensed one oh seven series one oh seven pilot that is capable of flying and then there were certain provisions it can be done. Uh however, this course out there at the IDGC I do not believe is gonna be close enough to any base that, that would be an issue. The real question though is how well will you be able to see stuff going on? Ugh. Because the WR Jackson course is a far cry from Music City. It's a far cry from, you know, half or most of the holes that you saw at Tyler, Texas. It is a largely mainly wooded course. So 
not to say we won't we couldn't have beautiful aerials and some really good scenic shots that kind of set things up but in terms of seeing oh. golfers traverse down a fairway or throwing mid throw oh, live drone shots yeah. i don't think we're going to see many of them to be honest it, it i would be a little surprised if uh, if depending on how much we use the drone with as heavily wooded as that one is i was thinking just drone hole previews of, of anything oh, but yes. yeah but live drone shots yeah, I don't know how much you're going to see of that. I guess it depends on what the view looks like above. Where the drone flies? Where the drone flies, yes. Um, instead, what we sometimes will bring in is our, uh, instead is our, our, our gimbal camera. So mm. more of like a steady cam so we can kind of do some walking shots with things and, and get more player reaction, hopefully behind the tee as players walk away, just shove a camera in their face. Every player loves that. Yeah, shove a camera do. right in their face. Um, so that's probably more what we're looking at for IDGC, but I haven't, uh, I've not gotten the breakdown yet of cameras versus what's going to happen. So that'll, that'll probably be next Monday. I'll get that. Okay. So yes, looking forward to it. Uh, someone asked who's in the booth. Uh, I know I'm not. And so generally speaking, if I'm not, that probably means that we have a combination of Ian philo and then i think elaine for this one i think it's ian philo and elaine there's probably a click or two that i could make i don't know if that's supposed i doubt that's supposed to be a secret if it is don't tell anyone that i told you um, but i will do a quick look and uh, looking at champions cup ian philo and elaine as i mentioned that means out there in the field uh you will have myself oh me on course Press conference, interviews. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be me. And there's this is, of course, a PDGA major. There's also going to be the presence of probably Hayden Henry, uh, Matt Rostein from the PDGA, along with Hayden, Grant Zellner. Uh, I, I'm guessing you're going to see or hear from some of those people and maybe even others on top of it uh, locally. But yeah, I will be there out in the field. What do you want to hear from me in the field? nothing <laughs> hey guys it's pretty quiet out here back to you guys in the booth <laughs> uh we'll again we'll see how cell coverage is so you you might have yourself an easier day <laughs> uh, you never you never know if, if if cell coverage is you know not great for phones then that kind of that's where your uh, sideline reporting stuff usually comes from and we'll mm. just, we'll have to just we'll have to take it as we figure it out uh cody asks if Starlink is an option for live broadcasting, not currently um, for a couple of reasons. One, they geo restrict your dish. My understanding is so if you register a, a dish for your house, it has to stay within X amount of miles of your house. You can't mm. right now just move that. I know they're looking at removing that restriction or maybe they already have, but I think they're going to, but there is also a pretty decent latency. I mean, the, it's obviously internet, if you're a gamer, you understand it's your it's not just your internet speed, but it's also your latency that matters. How how quickly you can uh, you can transfer some of those some of that stuff, and it's uh, the latency on that is kind of mediocre. I know there's some people doing tests with Starlink that are either uh, kind of bonding it like we do to other systems, but right now it's not a great option. And and those dishes are pretty stationary, so you would. 
you know, you would have to bring it down and set up a Wi-Fi router in a bunch of different places. They're not going to be useful for cameramen. So, and, and the cameras are really, as we've talked about in the past, the cameras are really the ones that need to, you need to get the signal from the camera to the control room, wherever that control room is. If it's a quarter mile away or if it's a thousand miles away, that's, that's the big thing. And for us, cell, it's gotta be cell, some sort of cellular or Wi-Fi If you can find a way to wire an entire course, but we, yeah. we haven't figured that out yet. If you had to just take a guess, and I know this is all pie in the sky, when, if ever, in our lifetime, do you think we'll, we will, in fact, be relying on a different technology that's not cellular, whether that's a 5G or a 9G or whatever? When do you think that, because just to be clear, and I, I want to set this up, if somebody tells us there's really good Wi-Fi at the IDGC, we'll use that as an example. Let's just say the the Wi-Fi at the IDGC is amazing. The Wi-Fi at that building and the 28 feet around it or whatever it is, no matter how good it is, even if it's a thousand up and a thousand down in terms of megabits per second, doesn't do us any good. Even, even right now with the way our technology is, even if the entire course was Wi-Fi'd, we couldn't swiftly and easily connect to that, could we? Yeah. We no, could we, now. We, we can. Uh, the devices that the guys carry do have, um, obviously, cellular, but they also have Ethernet and Wi-Fi on them. So you okay. could you could put it on Wi-Fi, uh, bond it with the cellular as a backup, and then uh, weight it on the Wi-Fi signal and say, hey, I would primarily like to use this for like 90% of my signal and use this use okay. itself. So if if an entire course was covered in Wi-Fi um, that would actually be useful for now, us. Now, but that's <laughs> only been an advantage. And of course, there's yeah. all sorts of nuances and, and details to that. But rewind how many years ago before that didn't matter? Was that one year ago to us? Two no, years ago? Probably both uh, since we had the live view unit. So I'd say about three years. Okay. It's been about three years and those, those devices, because we actually did use that um, one year at Maple Hill up in the sap house. We connected. We connected mm-hmm. one of those live views up to the Wi-Fi there, and that was even the Sap House even had mediocre Wi-Fi. <laughs> sure, but uh, but yes, it was. We have been able to use Wi-Fi, but again, it would be virtually impossible to Wi-Fi an entire course or forest <laughs> as that course is. Yeah, that would then carry adequate signal that all the individual you know Wi-Fi. Uh, boosters or repeaters and all that other whatever needs to be out there would all need to be powered would all need to be uh you know connected everything else is it's it possible night- absolutely it's a nightmare scenario but yeah but it yeah it sounds it also sounds like a nightmare so uh just to throw that out there i know i know a lot of people have said that throughout the years yep. and that's so again when you see it on the internet like why don't they get a satellite truck or a satellite dish that's never the issue it's the cameras you know the satellite truck is where all the production people sit like me that's pushing buttons it's the guys out on the course busting their ass with the cameras that uh that that need the signal so yeah so anyway that that's a little info and details uh, i actually it, it was pointed out on the board 
that uh, by Tim. Thank you, Tim. You're right. Uh, I, I believe I'm actually uh, carrying some 5G. That I was, it was installed with me, a, a shot I got at some point. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a walking, uh, rolling 5G tower, rolling. actually. Wow. I'm a rolling 5G tower as we speak. Like Coolio rolls? <laughs> yes, or? exactly. Uh, all right. Um, Ray says, USDGC seems like it is the ideal course to attempt the alternate way of broadcast. E- to some regard, it would be in the sense that it's relatively open. It's a somewhat or relatively closed slash public private facility in the first place. Uh, power could somewhat easily be given to the devices throughout. You're exactly right. If you were to have a test case place on a championship caliber course, that would be the one that you would probably first have a uh, proof of concept out there, probably over any other course. Mm-hmm. I mean, your next best bet would be something like a like a Las Vegas, which has minimal tree coverage. That's also on a private facility, so on and so forth. Yeah. And they could power it throughout because it's on a you know on the golf course. Displester asks, why does golf hardwire the whole course with cables then? Why not just, for instance, use the same technology as us? Oh, that's a no-brainer. Um, yes, it, it's basically the the higher quality signal. I mean, we, we've, we've pointed out before, you can, a, a camera records in at anywhere from 20 to 50 meg per second, depending on what you're doing. Our cameras are pushing through at 5 meg per second. But if you hardwired them back to a satellite, back to a truck, then you can push that broadcast, true broadcast quality. It would look as good as the post-production um, for something like that. And that is, you know, 20, 30, whatever meg per second, 50 meg per second, which still gets compressed down to probably closer to 10 meg per second when it's all said and done. But yes, a lot of that is how, is why they do it. And it costs them hundreds of thousands of dollars just to, just a cable, just to wire the course, the golf courses um, with everything that they need from the fiber miles and miles and miles of fiber runs to all the different drops. I, usually there's a really good website that I tend to watch this time of year because of final four and, and the masters it's us. Uh, it's sports video group. I think it's sportsvideo.org is what the website is. I've got it bookmarked and they just, they talk all about video production. And so usually they have kind of a general couple articles leading up to the masters. Like, Oh, here's all the technology, cool new technology we're using uh, or that the NBC is using, or actually it's gonna be CBS for the masters. It always is. Uh, CBS is going to be using, you know, they're, they're implementing this and this and this. And so they kind of go through a lot of that. And I, because I'm a nerd, I keep track of that stuff. And uh, yeah, so there's there's that. So if you're interested in that type of stuff, I think, it, again, you can just look up Sports Video Group, but I think it's sportsvideo.org is the name of the website. So I'm sure that stuff is coming up. Yeah, I mean, in a yeah, with an endless budget and all of the freedom in the world to do so, oh, yeah. you'd love to have everything hardwired. I mean, that's always yeah. going to be a better solution than any kind of, uh, you know, over the air, you know, broadcast or uh, wireless solution. I mean, that's just a general statement. 
you would love to. It's just not practical with how disc golf is played and and the budgets that we're currently operating within uh, from a disc golf perspective. So yeah, anytime. And that, I mean, obviously, that's just a generic statement. Anytime you can hardwire something versus doing it wirelessly, it's going to make for a better connection and or signal. Were you... <laughs> Oh geez. Uh, as we date ourselves yet again, did you ever have a cable box that had a wired remote to it? Did you did you ever have that at your household? I don't recall. I don't know. I mean, I remember having cable back in the early eighties. Because I remember HBO. I, I the the theme the HBO theme I do remember that I don't necessarily remember the the remote with a with a cord though yeah I'm not, I'm not looking vividly, for an so. image of one because I do remember that I remember a cord that came off of a cable box mm-hmm. um, and that's how you change channels uh i can't find it right now but uh anyway just thinking about okay is that maybe one instance where a wired uh even that unit though assuming it you know the the (laughs) wire was good it's still always going to be better to be wired versus wireless you're just it's no matter how good wireless technology gets i don't think you can beat an actual wire (laughs) (laughs) anyway um Anything else in the world of uh, social media or disc golf news and uh, information out there? Uh, oh, I, I, I'll answer my own question and say April Fool's came in this last week. Was there any... I was fully immersed in Third on the Mountain, which opened on Friday the 1st. I paid very little attention to social media, and I know that sounds silly, but I really did not. Was there any social media hype or uh gotcha good gotcha you know uh pranks i'll say i don't necessarily think there weren't any good pranks this year i felt um you discs changed the name on the website and everything to to like you frolf mm-hmm. all right that that's fine i mean it's it is i i don't think it's like anything like like oh my god i can't believe this is so hilarious it was a good clever little thing um Innova did the whole polecat deal where they mm-hmm. they sold a polecat, a DX polecat for like 35 bucks. And then it turns out there was only 100 of them. When you bought it and they shipped it to you this week, they actually did have a Halo polecat. They had a polecat with a little halo on the stamp okay. in DX. And so that's, everyone's like, oh, why would you charge 30 bucks for a DX? Well, when you actually got it, you, you got a real true Halo polecat. So those are going for like four or five hundred bucks online right now dang for the a, a true halo polecat um and then i saw uh tyler brickley updated the last year which i which is probably my absolute favorite one that we've ever seen the dga hole <laughs> mm-hmm. um he updated saying that the dga hole was discontinued <laughs> so uh, i and that was just i know i think he just posted that on like reddit or social media or something so those are the only ones that i saw that that really stuck out to me. Um, so yeah, I, I, I didn't see. Okay. I, I, again, paid very little attention. I saw, I think as I was going to bed very late night, I saw the Ufralf pop up and knowing what the date was, I immediately 
you know, of course, uh, I did not fall for it in that sense. I'm sure plenty of people did. Uh, another one that was out there, uh, Brody Smith. I, I, I don't know if it was started by him or if it was started by someone else, but uh, we saw a 1020 disc that was put out there. Well, I know uh, he... Uh, year did he start that though i think he did i think he photoshopped that. okay there was like it was like a year ago or so he had released his thousand rated disc um it was a black zone maybe mm-hmm. uh, i'm not a foundation guy i'm not sure anyway and they went like gangbusters and i think he even posted at some point like hey i'm not a big ratings guy i don't really care about it but this is something that uh that i thought was kind of cool i hit a thousand in whatever under a year i believe if it was if i remember correctly and he sold how many have he sold of those? Well, he jokingly put on April Fool's at his 1020 disc because he is a 1020 rated player now. He just got that that upgrade. So, and there was a little bit of shade thrown jokingly, I think, from Paul Macbeth saying like, "Oh, I remember when I was 18, which yeah. I got a big kick out of and got a chuckle." And I made a comment along the lines of like Paul Macbeth just murdered a man on Twitter, <laughs> uh, call the cops. Uh, it's some, some good back and forth. There was some back and forth between Brody and Drew Gibson on, I think it was an April fools, just the social media stuff like that. It's, you know, all in good fun. Brody said he's going to, he's got thicker skin this year is what he is, what his deal was. He wanted to make sure that, you know, some of the little jabs didn't get to him nearly as much as they used to. Okay. Well, uh, I did think it was, uh, yeah, pretty funny. And cl- I think uh, Macbeth's response was uh, something about, yeah, something along the, along the lines of, uh, uh, I oh, I remember when I was 18 or yes, something. reminds if, me of when I was 18. And to yeah. think that anyone, obviously, uh, anyone at the age of 18 reaching some of these milestones, and then obviously it goes on to be him thinking about how he had just played in am worlds a year or two before that and everything else uh quite the accomplishment so pretty cool to see um there was an mvp one as well that's right seth mcdonald i did watch that mvp released a video of james conrad and all their players a bunch of their players saying about how uh, how scared they are of james conrad and <laughs> like how how he's just a crazy guy different on the course and then they showed some videos of him um like doing the james conrad thing like like oh shucks man and like kind of kicking a rock or a stone or something Uh, it it was pretty good and then at the end they had uh all the 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 bloopers from them filming it of the Uh, the players not able to hold a straight face as they talk about how much of a monster james conrad is to the point where i think i even saw a a comment from james's mom saying (laughs) yes we're we're sorry mvp has to deal with them now or something very that was that was relatively funny although i will say this and maybe I'm an old man. You are. I'm a little over the whole that that whole James Conrad meme. Uh, the I, one of just how 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 he he is a yeah, uh, loses his temper. Loses and, like I literally saw a post today. James Con- or no, a bearded man slapped another player, and then it was James Conrad giving somebody a high five. <laughs> like okay, I get it. Every time it, I don't need a, a six posts on social media every time james conrad misses a shot turns around and kind of go oh yeah i don't i don't need that like let's i'm hoping the mvp video and i doubt it does really kind of kills that like that puts a nice bow on it we're done let's find someone else to harp on i mean we can recycle some bad jokes i've been doing that for 20 years oh god more than that (laughs) 
All right. Well, I, I clearly need to go back to April 1st and get caught up on a few of these things because I know. I just caught you up. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Never mind. Okay. Then I guess I'm good. I got them all covered. Uh, other big news today, if we're going to throw out a timestamp, uh, I think it was just announced today as I'm reading a headline right now that says Tiger, Wood, Tiger Woods confirms he plans to play at the Masters uh, this weekend. So uh, that'll be obviously his first return back and since his accident hopefully, so hopefully he can get in that the uh it's not, the event's not full <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's his rating <laughs> I, 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 yeah uh, did he pre-reg for that does he have a does he have a, a, a master's card yeah to be able to get in and uh maybe he gets preferred parking or whatnot uh i i have a, another side note to all that too uh a lot of you have been reaching out, and I, I, I really do genuinely appreciate it, reaching out, trying to pick up some more my disc-in-a-box shipping and mailers. Uh, I am down to my last couple of hundred at the moment. Yes, I have 5,000 more ordered, which isn't even a big order, but I have more of those coming in the next couple of days. So if you're patiently waiting, or uh, I've told you that once I get home, I could get some more caught up. They are all on order. I'm going to have them in another day or two, and I'll continue to ship them out. The bad news is... This will be the last time you're going to be able to to remain at the same price that I started them at five or six years ago. I got yet another letter from the manufacturer saying, hey, sorry, uh, our cardboard type stuff, all our supplies, blah, 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 all have gone up 11% and we're passing that on to you, which is obviously understandable and fair. And you're not going to eat that? I have eaten... (laughs) I want to say I'd have to go back and do the math. I want I I have to say I've eaten at least five or six price hikes. <laughs> so for the first time ever, uh, there will be a a slight increase in uh, you ordering you boxes. Capitalist pig. I I, I know. Pig. Well, the question is right. How much money was I just raking in that but, I could continue yeah, to eat before. all these other hikes? Exactly. <laughs> I mean that that's clearly the question I would be asking myself, but. Um, I do finally have to raise prices. So if you want any, this is the last batch that I'm going to be able to get them at. And then they're going to probably go up like five bucks. I mean, give me- her box. God, <laughs> Terry, what is, is it even worth shipping anymore? <laughs> no, $5 per hundred. Oh, not per box. No. So, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I just want, I did want to seriously throw that out there though. Um, because it's, yeah, that's the, the terrible letter I received this week. Uh, Ray asked, Terry, is there a second disc box company I've seen advertised in videos? What's your opinion? Um, I'll, I'll put Those it out there. Those boxes are for trash. Th- they are. They, they are. They're they not fall, even, they're they not even cardboard. No, they're made out of paper. I, I, don't, I, don't know. I was going to say something stupid. Uh, uh, Dog skin. I don't know. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> um, they're made out of the skin of children. I, exactly. You are, su- <laughs> if you support other box companies, you realize that you are supporting not only child labor because they they skin the children and then make the children make those boxes first and then uh, yeah well you have to make the boxes skinless. out of the skin yeah they're skinless children i don't know what box company you're speaking of so i'm not going to mention any of my names all i'm saying is that other, i do other box companies do this terry skin free boxes yes he still has children make them skin free yes, though yeah your daughters are the ones that fold them but uh, no no child was skinned in the making of Terry's boxes. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, I, I'll put it out there because I'm not opposed to do so. Uh, Mike Batka is actually a gentleman that uh, we I 
designed the boxes with, the original boxes with, that him and I have the exact same boxes. I'm not going to lie. I hate it when I read somebody say, oh, man, I really love, I really love his boxes. And, and just people don't know we have literally the same box. We dev- designed and developed them together. So Mike Batka does offer boxes. He's a great guy. If you don't want to support me or my children or anything that I do in disc golf, you can go buy boxes from him and enjoy the podcast he doesn't make. Okay. So if you want to do all that, uh, please do. And then uh, Miles Parkhill over at Paragon, also a great human and individual. He makes a different style of box. And I love Miles. Miles is listening, but Miles, I think your boxes are slightly inferior. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that. Um, I, the, his boxes have... Uh, no, they don't have any advantages. All right. If they did have an advantage, I'd point one out, but they don't. Other than he can custom customize a design onto them uh, quicker and easier than I can because he owns a print shop business. But Well, no. He has children <laughs> paint those boxes. Yeah. Yes, and using chemicals made from penguins. Uh, yeah, penguins. harmful to children. Those yes. chemicals are harmful to yes. children. And to penguins. Yeah, you would not believe the amount of penguins that <laughs> that he has gone through. Just so, from one box is <laughs> at least three penguins. Uh, so, yes, uh, Miles makes boxes. Again, they're actually a different style. I love you, Miles. I, genu- I genuinely do prefer the style in which um, mine are made and uh, how they what they provide for you. But... If you want to support disc golf, I will tell you this. Um, there was a lot of thought and energy and effort put into the design and what we have. Yeah, I have uh, to hear about it. What for we like offer months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, because because inevitably, inevitably, though, a lot of people are like, yeah, dude. Uh, first of all, I just save boxes from Dynamic or whoever else ships me discs. Keep doing that. Awesome. Never stop doing that. I want you to recycle. Every single box you get a hold of. Great. That doesn't help you if you have 100 discs and you only have four boxes, though, and you're trying to sell 100 discs. My second point, if you go to some faceless, ridiculous monopoly like Uline or some other crappy Amazon provider, first of all, you're not supporting disc golf. But secondly, those boxes are inferior for a specific reason of the weight in which they're offered at. If you use the boxes that I produce, you're going to be able to ship discs cheaper every time you ship a disc. And, and, and that's by design, people. And your boxes are known to cure cancer and yes, instead of cause yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yes. See, unfortunately, Ellen came in contact with one of those other boxes, bumped her right in the face. <laughs> but had she had your box... She when need, when she, she was working for UPS. Yeah, she yeah, wouldn't during, have need to go to a doctor. No. All right. So <laughs> in all seriousness, though, uh, you can buy boxes from Uline. I'm just going to tell you that every time you ship with those, they weigh more, and therefore you're going to pay more per, uh, more for every single shipment that you make. I know this sounds silly, but I've done a lot of work and research into providing this product, and I know it just sounds like a cardboard box, but as someone who's shipped thousands and thousands of discs... It adds up. It, not only does it add up, but it there was a lot of actual real-life experience that went into providing this product for people. So, And if you may hate 
my disc in a box as the play on the 2004 skit from Saturday Night Live. Half of you are not even old enough to know the skit, <laughs> so you're not that mad about it. And if you are mad about it, then I'm sorry you don't have a good sense of humor. I mean, <laughs> speaking of Justin Timberlake, and it's going to be May soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on April Fool's, uh huh. I sit down on the couch right before bed as we watch the news and usually turn on Jimmy Fallon. I'll catch the monologue and go to bed. That's my kind of routine. Okay. Fallon comes on and there's Jimmy Kimmel on Jimmy Fallon. And I was like, what's going on? So I turned on Kimmel and there's Fallon. They switched places for April fools. I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's clever. You know, they've been planning it for a while. I thought it was fine. Then they bring out Justin Timberlake dressed up as Matt Damon on the Kimmel show. (laughs) Cause for those of you that know the whole spiel, Matt Mm -hmm. Damon never makes it on Kimmel, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, they were talking, they made a couple, you know, dick in a box jokes and Justin Timberlake's releasing a new album and all the other stuff. But I thought it was kind of funny. The whole, it did remind me of the old, the old skit. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said many times that I have always thought that uh, Justin Timberlake as an overall entertainer is, is top notch. Uh, I just think he's a very talented individual. Oh, for sure. Anyway. All right. I'm reading off the board is uh, Winthrop going away as host of USDGC next five years. What's next? No, they just, they literally just signed yeah, I, I, a I'm, new agreement. I, I maybe Cody already knows this is no, yeah, they just they as you just said, yeah. didn't they just sign a five year deal? I think they signed a five year deal with Winthrop. Saying that they will be the host of the USDGC. And then after five years, it'll probably stay there. I'm just if if you're asking like <laughs> is it then is it then assumed that they're going elsewhere after that, I wouldn't assume that. In fact, I would bet just the opposite and I would say that they're likely staying there, but they had to sign an agreement for some amount of years and so they arrived at five. I don't Again, it could be going somewhere else. Johnny and I sure do if, not if, know that. If, but if, if disc golf in the next five years continues its uh, ma- massive growth, where we outgrow Winthrop, sure, I, sure, I, I, I could see that happening. I don't because you're going to need spots for spectators. You're going to need good sell signal. You're going to need all this other stuff. It, it could happen, but my, if I had to take a guess right now, in six years, it's at Winthrop. <laughs> Yeah. You want to bet on it? Mm, no. Would you bet on it? How much would you bet on it? That in six years, mm-hmm. we're at Winthrop. So after this five-year agreement is up. Yep. Depending on the odds I got, mm-hmm. I'd be willing to drop $103. <laughs> oh, so you're covering the PayPal fees on the bet? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, yeah, I'd bet a hundred bucks that it's at Winthrop in, in in six years. Okay, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't take you on that. I I would uh, because I would agree with you. Okay, so okay. I well, thought you were saying you would debate t- night's over here. <laughs> if only guess, it was that quick. I guess we got that one uh, all wrapped up and taken care of. How great would that be <laughs> if that was their debate night? Someone's like, I think this. The other guy's like, Yeah, you're right. Next. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, let's give something away, Terry Miller. Oh, my gosh, what to give away. That's a good debate. Uh, uh, we got a lot of goodies, actually. Uh, I think 
I don't even know if I showed him on air or not, but Michael Barnett from Sun King did, in fact, give me a couple discs. Uh, if we didn't give them away last week, I've got at least one we could give away this week. Did I give one away? I don't remember. I don't think I did. We gave away, didn't we give away the... Uh, the Disc l- member box? No, uh, we did one of those last week and the lucky disc. Oh, okay. So then I think I have one more. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I, th- I think... Mike, sorry, you're on the hook for another disc now. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Um, yeah, so let's give something away. Again, sure. if you want to be eligible for our giveaway, you can sign up for to support us in this fine podcast um, or a fine podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, you can support, what fine podcast? You can support any fine podcast at patreon.com slash smashbox TV. <laughs> Just let us know who, who we should give the money to. It comes we'll to forward us it on. and we'll forward it on. Smashbox.com slash Patreon. No, that's not it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. Um, we support cancer-free boxes. <laughs> yes, anyway, we, do. Uh, we have 180 people eligible for our giveaway tonight. Terry Miller, what is the number we should draw? We get we got to go number one. Our very Ellen's first, first win at Throwdown the Mountain okay. specifically. I I think uh, I think we go with the very first one pulled. Okay, and th- they're sorted by order of Patreon sign up. So our very f- number one, mm. Andrew Clayson. Andrew, and still love there. you, buddy. Still. More than everyone years. else. Yeah. All right. So our very first number, we're going to go with number 11. It's going to be an old schooler. Ooh, an old schooler. Love it. Let's look at who this old schooler is. Okay. Old school Patreon supporter up. of us here at Smashbox. Love it. Zach Pajic. Zach, who signed up for Patreon. Oh my gosh, how old? January 9th of 2017. Dang. Yeah. Congratulations, Zach. We'll get you that. Thank you so much, yep. Zach. So, uh, appreciate it. Yep. So our, our, Zach's usually good for about one win per year. So uh, yeah, yeah. he's right on pace. You it got it. Like. You got it. Our, our first three, the top three, were Andrew Clayson. Josh Graham and Brian Cleary. Thank so, you. Thank you, you guys. All of them. The long, longest supporters. Appreciate that. Um, a couple other quick notes uh, since we're kind of randomly jumping around, which is what we always do. Uh, if you haven't watched it and you enjoy a little Kelvin Heimberg, which I think almost everyone on the planet does, uh, a little course preview video was recently released. Kelvin, along with Thomas Gilbert, uh, Cody Larson and Cole uh, Wareheim all went out and they were going to give me kind of a course preview of the Throat on the Mountain course. So they threw a bunch of shots, told us what they were trying to do, all of those other things. Turned out to be a little bit of trash talking and just a really good time. They did that on holes one through nine. And then of all people, Calvin was actively chanting and yelling for mixed or uh, flip doubles, flip doubles. He wanted to then play flip doubles on the back nine. And so sure enough, those four individuals flipped for partners and the back nine holes at Throw Down the Mountain. This is with the original course uh, holes you won't see in the other coverage. Uh, they then played flip doubles, um, uh, random draw doubles for the back nine. Again, a lot more fun. And uh, all of that will be the doubles portion will be released after the rest of the coverage has been released, but the front nine, that's all available and uh, out there and you can watch that. So Ray's telling me that Zach's last name is pronounced Pajic, like magic, Pajic, <laughs> not like 
So like, Pat Sajak. No, not like Pat Sajak, but it's <laughs> magic. Pajak. Magic with a P. So like Mapic. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Magip. <laughs> so we appreciate you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ray. I appreciate it. Uh, Zach, thank you very much. Uh, seriously, yes. We very much appreciate it. Uh, also, quick side note. I had a great conversation today. No, you didn't. Uh, today. Whoever the hell on the other end of that, I'm guessing. They're, I'm <laughs> guessing a when, one-way they, great when they tell their friend about this great conversation it doesn't start like that some dude talked my ear off uh no i had a great conversation uh you've seen them supporting coverage over there on the gk pro action uh i also then had a great conversation with swarm digital marketing today and uh, got caught up saw where we might align also saw you know some of the services that they offer and i just wanted to throw it out there spoiling it not spoiling it that uh i'm looking forward to uh developing a a relationship with those guys they seem like they're doing really good work and uh, i had a great conversation with david so looking forward uh he was there at Throwdown the Mountain this weekend, so it was a great time uh, to actually see one another, and then we carried out a conversation today, and looks like they're doing great work. You're going to hear more about uh, what they do in upcoming video releases, but I wanted to throw that out there. We got some good stuff to help you guys out. All right. I don't I don't really have much else. Let's wrap this up. I got like a, in a box. Yes, I was just going to say, I've got boxes to wrap stuff up in wrap up boxes i don't know what i have to do but we're going to wrap up the show uh thank you guys so much for joining us we wouldn't be well we'd probably still be here even if you weren't but uh we do appreciate you guys joining us week in and week out or if you're listening to this on one of your favorite podcast apps go out there please make sure you go ahead and give it a, a like or subscribe or a download and all those things but most importantly give it a little bit of a review so that it shows up better other people can find out what's going on in the world of disc golf and and we'll continue to spread our vicious lies and rumors through the rest of the disc golf community in the oh, way yeah. we know best right into those ears of yours for johnny v and myself terry miller the disc golf guy that has been smashbox podcast after show number 397 we look forward to seeing you we'll see you next week when you step inside the smashbox Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.